So this podcast is for people who deal with mental illnesses, like on their own. Um, I've been suffering with depression for years. I'm 32 now. And the first time, well, the first time I was treated for depression was in the sixth grade. (laughs) I was sent to a psych ward for seven days. And after that, I had to do therapy, which kind of didn't do nothing because when I used to go to the therapist, it kind of seemed like he didn't even want to listen to me. So it was just like was the effing point and it's crazy so I just stopped going to therapy and then later on in life um so when I stopped going to therapy it was probably in my teenage years and later on in life when I started I say when after I had my son I was in my 20s I had my son who is now nine and postpartum on top of depression like postpartum depression on top of depression that was already there that shit is like hell and hot water it's just like walking through fire like I don't even understand how I got through it, but I'm glad I did. I smoke marijuana and to clear myself. Granted, I never smoke weed in front of my son. I never smoke weed around my son. I don't even know if my son knows what weed is. And I'm glad he doesn't because he doesn't need to. So... That was just for Karens, male Karens, you know. But this one time when my son was, I forget what, oh, how, how old he was, <coughs> six, I believe. <coughs> I actually, um, excuse me, I actually went in to this doctor's office and I... I wanted help, so I wanted a physical, but I also wanted to get, you know, the name of a therapist that I can go to or whatever, who took my insurance, okay? And so, um, she asked me a series of questions, and, um, the first question being the obvious, do you have, um, any suicidal thoughts? And I said, yeah, mind you, my son was there, Okay. So my son was there because I had no babysitter. Because my brother went to go do whatever the fuck he was doing that day. Um, oh, it was something that could possibly make him money. Mm-hmm. Brother, if you're listening, is that shit making you any money? No. But is, is that situation affecting me mentally still? Yes. And that's a problem. Anywho. Um... So I had to bring my son with me and I was going to my regular doctor and then I was going to go to my gynecologist after that. So, and I don't trust just anybody with my child. 
I only trust my brother and my mother to watch them, like, watch them, so, it's like, <sighs> insane, but anywho, um, let's see a little bit more about me, I had some trauma, childhood traumas that I still haven't completely healed from, and it's scary because it's like, It affects me in the way that I raise my son. And I say that because I don't trust anybody. My son barely knows his family. Like, my father's side of the family, he knows, like, the bare minimum. Which is probably, like, everybody. He's, no, not even. Just, like, my my biological father. That's pretty much all he knows. And his sisters, he barely knows any of them. Because, not that I purposely, like, oh, I don't want him to meet them. Or, or even any of the other family members from my mother's side that he never met. It's just that because of my childhood traumas, I don't trust people well enough to have my son in front of Just, hey, can Ty spend a night? No, never. Not ever. You know, and I don't want that type of, like, I want to still be protective of my child, but I don't want to be, like, overly protective of my child, you know? Even though I'm African-American, my son's African-American, or at least I thought we were. Um, yeah, we're brown, physically brown, and, um... I have to be overprotective of my child because of everything that's happening here. I saw a nine-year-old black girl get maced. But anyways, um, or tased. Sorry about that. Tased. I saw her get tased. I saw, like, what was that, the 15-year-old that got maced? Yeah. One of the, listen, I protect my son because I know that this world is going to hate him because of his skin complexion. And there are cycles out here. That are close to you. People got Uncle Tom's in their family. I don't. I just. I keep him away from people. And that really affects me. I also have the. This thing with looking authority figures in the eye. Like I can't do it. Like I always put my head down. Like. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like. I get this uneasy feeling over me when I'm talking to somebody that's an authority figure. It could be a cop. It could be a nurse. It could be a doctor. It could be anybody. But if you, like, have some type of principle, if you have some type of authority, like, I feel sometimes. I don't know what what that is, but I always just kind of look down and come into myself. And even though I'm 32 years old, I feel like I'm 19, 21, something like that. Because mentally, I haven't grown as much as I should have. Because, I don't know, I just just don't want to even deal sometimes, you know? I don't want to deal, which means I... I don't know. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to come to terms with it existing. 
just want to be normal for once. Have people around me that understand me. Have people that don't look at me like I'm fucking cuckoo. Have people around me that don't judge me. Because sometimes when when you're dealing with deep fucking depression, shit can get real. It was a point when my grandmother passed away and I didn't clean my room for two years. And it's crazy. Like, it's times when you just don't want to shower or you it feels like you physically can't get up and shower. I forgot the name of that show with Zendaya, but when she was describing being depressed and laying in the bed until your bladder physically freaking hurt because you had to fucking pee so bad. I felt every, in every freaking word, I felt every single word because that's what I do when I'm really, like, deep depressed. I just lay in the bed all day, even though I know, like, I have to get up and do stuff. I know you're like, oh, you're lazy. You don't do nothing. I am blocked because of my depression. Like, I'll literally get the note, like, oh, I should, you know, I should dress up and go out today. And then depression answers, like, who the fuck wants to see you? (laughs) Seriously. I don't know. And then, when it comes to dealing with mental health in the black community your shames like you laughed at me fun of I saw this this is a true story and I hope somebody from my city hears this because that shit was fucked up I saw this post where this guy's friend was sharing posts of him um because he, he committed, like, I mean, he tried to commit suicide, and he swallowed a whole bunch of pills. I'm guessing he didn't know what pills he swallowed, but he swallowed a bunch of pills, and they turned out to be prenatal vitamins. And he swallowed those pills, and his own friend that they grew, I know because I grew up around them, so they were friends. I don't know if they're still friends, but... He posted it laughing at him. Like, as if depressing is fucking funny. As if this shit is not to be taken serious. There were people who did whole murder-suicides that came from the same... Well, not people. I'll say a person. Now, I apologize to his family for mentioning it, but when you don't address certain things, that's what happens. So I'm addressing my depression before I get the urge one day to walk in traffic. Seriously. Because obviously when I went to get help, it's like they tried to take my son. They didn't. They refused to give him to me. And they were like, oh, no, we're not going to give him to you unless we either call. Um, and you know what? We're going to release him to somebody in your family if we call. Um, um, the ambulance, and we're gonna um have you um committed to the hospital, and I was telling them no, like, because like when I went to the doctor that day, and I told them like, I'm having suicidal. Well, he she asked me, oh, are you having suicidal thoughts? And I was like, yeah, I'm having suicidal thoughts, and she said, 
um, do you have an urge to hurt your child? And I said, no. As a matter of fact, I have the urge to hurt people who mess with my child. And so she goes, okay, can you, can we take him out? We'll put him right in the front. He'll be right in the front. He can play on the computer, da, da, da. So, of course, I went to the computer to see, like, where he's going to be sitting their camera here are there going to be people other people who are going to be able to see him because i'm not going to be able to see him because this is what childhood trauma has done to me so i i went out there and they were like yeah that he's i after my brain determined like he's going to be safe here for a couple of minutes i went back in the um doctor's office with the nurse and the doctor and she goes um Telling the doctor, you know, about everything, whatever, whatever. Then the doctors, the doctor was the one who suggested me being an inpatient. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. We're not gonna go there. And so, um, the doctor goes, well, would you be an outpatient? I said, yeah, I would be an outpatient because, for one, both the hospital and the out patient clinic is right next to each other and they're both by my house and so I would have been willing to go to therapy like even though like therapy didn't work for me like when I was younger it's like you know now that I'm older maybe you know maybe this will change you know so I'm, I'm here with high fucking hopes like I'm gonna get my help and shit these mofos the refused to give me my son like they made me call my sister because obviously I couldn't call my brother because he had gone so they made me call my sister to tell her to bring me to an outpatient clinic where I can speak to a therapy because they were like um it's hard for um us to believe that you're going to walk out here and go straight to a therapist the the address that we gave you and blah 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 so I said I'll go you have to give me my child I just told you what messing with my kid does to me and you're going to take my child what sense does that make and I was just going off so I had to remember that I'm a negro and I had to and I was in the better part of the city, okay? So, I live in a city where it's divided into pretty much three to four groups. I'll say through three groups. The fourth one is, I mean, the third one is actually big enough to put two groups in there, okay? So, downtown of the area where I live, there's a lot of rich people. There's million-dollar million um, brownstones near my house and um uh, I live where the middle class people work I mean live in that area and then excuse me the third part which is big enough for two section is the port area okay so yeah so my Negro self was right down there in downtown city okay downtown okay had to realize where I was real quick because they would lock me up real quick and um 
I'm I'm not saying this to be funny, but it's true. Okay. And um so I I said, you know what, I'll call my sister. They made me call from the doctor's office phone. And they made my sister call the office back to, you know, say, hey, I'm here or whatever, whatever. And I'm meanwhile, I'm fuming. I am livid. I am to the point where I literally want to take this freaking nurse's head and do violent things to it. Because I feel like you're keeping me from my child and that shit is fucking with me. Okay. Mentally. And. Just for the record, if that's some shit that y'all actually have to fucking do, that's the dumbest shit ever. Y'all need to fight because fight for that to be changed. Because let me tell you something. One day y'all gonna read the right person. Just gonna roll up in there looking for help the way I did. And y'all gonna do her the way y'all did me. And she gonna do y'all how I was doing y'all in my head. But physically, she gonna be doing it. Okay? Okay. And excuse my Ebonics. Yes, I speak slang yes i'm gonna i'm gonna have sounds in there that probably doesn't even make sense like da 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 or whatever whatever or you're gonna hear me say double negative i don't give a fuck i'm just venting this is the safe space for people with depression you can write what you want to write i don't care but just don't don't come for me and I know you're probably like, this is a podcast. It's supposed to be organized. Fuck organization. Religion is organized. <laughs> yeah. I'm bugging right now. <laughs> See how it switches? Like, I literally go from freaking depressed to, like, hee-hee-ha-ha. Or to, like, I want to be really, really busy, so I'm going to make strides today. And I get really, a lot done, too. I don't, I don't know. And you can tell... I have something mentally fucking wrong with me. I'm all over the place. Like, I'm going to listen to this, and I'm going to be like, there was at least 20 subjects in here <laughs> or something. I said, I don't know. But I really wanted to create a place where I could just uh, let all this out. Because if I go to a therapist, I think I'm going to probably end up in jail or something. I don't know. I'm scared. After that experience, that should traumatize the fuck out of me. Uh, anyway, I, I am going to actually have topics on depression and how they say you should deal with it. I'm going to um, express things like that. And I'm going to actually try these things out. Because at this moment, I'm on my spiritual journey and I do hear the voices of my ancestors. No, it is not a mental illness. I listen to my ancestors and they try to tell me things that are better for me, but it's like depression be yelling over them. So I'm trying to kill that bitch depression. Let's kill her together. You kill your depression, I'm going to kill mine. We're going to do this together.